On today's show, we talk about Russ Grimm possibly being the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers and um, the playoffs. They're happening right now and the plethora of Redskins news coming from Redskins camp. All this and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? What's up? What's up, yo's? Yo, 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 what's up? Um... In case you guys didn't hear, there's a lot of news coming out of Redskins camp this week. Um, Dale Lindsay. Cut! Linebackers could have been cut! Um, apparently, um, cut. Greg Double G Williams has found a scapegoat for his crappy defense. Double G! And of all the position coaches he cuts, he doesn't cut the safeties coach or the cornerback coach or defensive line coach or anyone like that. No, he cuts the linebackers coach. <laughs> For himself. Well, dude, that was an obvious choice. Obvious. Well, the linebackers didn't really play up to par either. I don't think they did, but I don't think there was really that much talent there. The obvious Except choice. Except for Marcus Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh... And whose fault is that? We talked about that. Linebacker. <laughs> yeah. So we're yeah, done. So, they, uh... so anyway, that's going to about wrap it up Have for this job. week's episode. What? What? Huh? Huh? What? Huh? I said that shit about wrap it up, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we heard. From... Well, we got to talk. Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, we heard. I just heard from John and um, Josh because I've been kind of preoccupied this week. But I just heard from them that Russ Grimm may be the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, according to the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, that is what they are reporting. But right. you know, if you go and to like Steelers.com or one of those kind of things, they're like, there have been no advancements and a contract has not been signed by anyone. Right, right. They're saying it's going to be between him and a, a coach, this Coach Tomlin from the Vikings, I think the offensive coordinator. Well, um, dude, this shows how far removed I've been. I didn't even know that... Um... Cower was gone. What? <laughs> You're kidding right. me, dude. No, I did not hey, know. You know. We do have to cut you a little bit of slack because, you know, you guys just had a kid this week, but uh, you didn't know Cower was gone? No I've, excuse. I've been kind of under a rock, I guess. <laughs> dude, you know where Cower lives now, right? He lives in Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, he's, he's a wolf. He's a wolf pack backer. Well, I think his wife went to school there or something. Well, his daughter's going to school there now. Well, anyway, that's great. Great for Coach Cower. Way to go. Forget the Redskins. The beautiful thing about the Steelers in that situation was that they've only had like three or four head coaches in their whole existence. This would this would be number three, whoever's going to be the coach now, ever. Is it number three? I thought it was number four. I think it's number three. So there's Chuck Knoll, Cower, and then this dude? Yep. Dude. Don't that's, care. That's pretty outstanding. Anyway, on to the Redskins. <laughs> on to the Redskins. Let's jump back to the Dale Lindsay or Dave Lindsay thing, or Dale or uh, <laughs> um, Dale Junior. They, they, uh, he, he was replaced by what's his name, Olivadotti or whatever. Olivadotti, Kirk Olivadotti, who was like a uh, low-level assistant, but he's been there since Norm Turner's era. Yeah. So that's got to be a positive. On the other hand, he's never been a linebackers coach, so I'm kind of confused by that. Well, maybe this Oladani guy, I said this on the post this morning, 
Maybe, watch, watch your back, Olavadotti, scapegoat number two. Maybe Olavadotti, dude, maybe he's good and it's time for his due. Maybe he's worked hard all these years and he's finally, like, getting advanced. Yeah, maybe kind of like Russ Grimm should be, yeah. In fact, I, I can only hope. I can only hope that. I'm sure, you know, everybody can only hope that. In fact, I was, I'm kind of wishing the Redskins would do that across the board. Um, I'm saying, like, with Lindsey, that, like, a lot of the problems in the past couple of years, like, personnel, personal problems between he and players and such, or between players and the Redskins, kind of boiled down to him in a lot of cases, including the uh, number 56 LeVar Arrington thing. That's interesting, because that's the first I've heard his name in all of this. You guys read any of that? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, I was I was trying to read up on some articles on it and about passing, you know, his past history uh, over the past few years, and basically, apparently, he and Lavar had a great big, uh, um, I don't know, there was a lot, Subway of, a, a lot of tension there, a lot of tension between those two, and that he was the one, you know, making the decisions about sitting Lavar down and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. That's what uh, I forget where I read that, but I read it in a, on a reliable news source, not some, not Joe Bob's. Red oh, I think blog. I read a little bit about that on uh, uh, the Washington Times. Yeah, maybe that was where it was. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll keep you posted on uh, if any other coaches get cut. We know there's probably about 17 that need to go at this point, really? but chances are looking pretty slim. I still can't it's believe Steve Jackson is still there. Safety. It's not spring yet, but, but man, it's time for some spring cleaning. Man, I mean, how, after this last season and the abysmal play of the safeties, I mean, how, how, how can you bring that guy back? How? Who? Steve Jackson, the safety. Yeah, you, can, you can send him on his way, and he can take Carlos Rogers with him. There, anyway, there let's was move some, on to uh, there was some talk on the uh, site about Archuleta. Uh huh. And there's yeah. people that are saying that, um, you know. If the Redskins used them, you know, to stop the run more than as a cover safety, then he'd be a lot better suited to that. And maybe the Redskins should use them like that instead of just using it, you know, throwing them down the drain. They should figure out a way to get his strengths into the system there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they uh, they just gave up on it. They didn't try to use him to his strengths because, as, as you often alluded to, Aaron, uh, Greg Williams was so full of himself and how he could plug, you know, John Adams into a scheme to be a linebacker and that it would work. Um, he can do what? That he could plug anyone, in, like one of us, into a scheme and that it would work. Um, he was so focused on that, he didn't even think about, you know, maybe using out Adam Archuleta the way he should. Mm-hmm. Because he was so full of himself, so. And, so. and, you know, we haven't heard anything about the Archuleta stuff yet. I mean, it's still early on, but, you know. I, I, might tend to, I might tend to agree with that. I mean, I think they had, you know, they were trying to have him do the, the wrong thing. He wasn't, he wasn't the right tool for that job. Well, Redskins Park right now is probably like an elementary school in the middle of the summer. There's like custodians and like <laughs> one or two coaches that come in and work in their office for no apparent reason. Yeah, like <laughs> there's some guy sweeping the halls with one of those great big long dust mops. <laughs> yeah. For the third time that day, even though there hasn't been anyone in it. <laughs> but anyway. I saw an interesting thing today, uh, I guess moving on, um, about uh, some of the first mock drafts coming up. Uh, and I'm not too much into mock drafts. Like, I'm not too much into predictions like we usually kind of aren't here on HarryHogFootball.com. But uh, they're looking at 
a plethora of good defensive ends that are going to be available. And if the Redskins stay with the number six pick, they're thinking that they're going to pick a defensive end who can hopefully, you know, maybe put a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. That would be really nice. I saw that Rich Tandler was pre- predicting that they were going to take a defensive end. I forget who, but. Yeah. There's a couple of them out there um, that are looking like they're going to be around that, that area. And I really hate to see, oh, man, um, someone as talented as Calvin Johnson, who's the wide receiver from Georgia Tech. I mean, that guy, I think he's going to be big time. And I, I really hate to see the Redskins not in a position to pick that guy up. But, because he, he's a really big physical receiver, and he could be a great person as a second receiver behind Santana Moss. Completely different kind of guy. Dude, he's awesome. He pretty much single-handedly destroyed Virginia. Yeah, he's 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 a heck of a player. But uh, there's a couple defensive backs out there, and we'll talk about them in the future coming up before the draft once it gets closer. And, you know, there's a lot less speculation and things look a little bit more solid. Dude, I don't think we need a receiver, though. Sorry, I hate to tell you. Yeah, oh, I know. I agree. I absolutely agree. That's what I'm saying. I hate to see him not in a position to need that kind of a player. Well, need a player. Need a player like that, but the needs on defense are so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, did you guys happen to see what uh, My Name is Earl this week? <laughs> Josh, did LB. you see it? Did you see it, dude? Is he there? Josh? Did we lose so- Josh? I think we lost Josh. Did he hang up? I don't know. It says I'm still on three-way. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Dude, I, I just missed all that. I had a, a important phone call ring in. I was like, ooh. Was that your wife? Yeah, she's up in New York. <laughs> she's up in New York, and I wanted to make sure everything was okay. Cause she, like, tried home and then sell, and it was like, oh. What's, and then she tried to sell again. I'm like, man. So anyway. Okay, fair enough. What I miss? I heard you laughing when I came back, but that's it. We were making fun of you. We were trying to find out if you if you <laughs> if you happened to see my name is Earl this week. No, I didn't. Because I was telling John about it. if you guys had a, had a chance to see it, maybe on the iTunes download or something. <clears throat> there's a scene where they go to this. Uh, he's like a funeral director, but instead of like putting people in coffins, he tries to like do these little scenes as if. The, the, things that the people liked when they were alive like he had this one military guy and he had him like behind in this foxhole with these sandbags around and like a gun in his arms and stuff like that but then they showed this it's red it's like his dead body like the guy's dead already yeah it's for the wake you know instead it's like of the... making a big model set like a life-size scale of a model like like with army men Yes, yeah, so, so then they had this redskins fan dude and i thought it was josh it was like this dude in a john riggins jersey and he was in a recliner like all laid back in a recliner with a bowl of chips and like a Redskins <laughs> helmet in his other hand, and, and he was watching a Redskins game on the TV. Dude, that is sweet. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, Suzanne, Go, when I, die, I hope that somebody will do that to me. Put me in my Regan's jersey and do that, and then you know, of, of course, do it before I get cremated. <laughs> yeah, because those coffins cost too much. <laughs> yeah. Man. In any event, That's but it was really a Redskins fan. It wasn't some other football team. No, it was Redskins. It was John Riggins' jersey, dude, and uh, That's hilarious. The Redskins helmet. And he was watching the game. And I was like, dude, that's so how I want to go. <laughs> so anyway, it's probably on iTunes to download if you didn't see it. So it's Check pretty it funny. Out. Um, well, dude, you know what? Things something that we haven't done in, yet. 
that we keep talking about that we're going to do is the some more of the gains and kicks for the year. Oh yeah, let me see if I can find those. <laughs> I don't even know if we've done our own games and kicks for the year. It seems so long ago. I mean, so much has happened since then. The Cowboys lost, and the Giants lost, and the Eagles lost. There, there are certain things you just gotta like uh, block from your mind. And the 2006 season for the Washington Redskins for me is kind of one of those things. I've kind of moved on. I'm beyond. I'm, it's behind me now. So, yeah. So it's like every season since '91. Uh, yeah, except for two years ago when we went to the playoffs. I mean, right. that was looking like a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, last year pretty bad. Okay, um, let's see. Here, did we read Shane Prince's kick of the year? Do what? Shane Prince. Did we read his kick of the year? I don't think so. He's got a bunch of them. If we did, bear with us. <laughs> I think we did read him. His kick of the year went to Kenny Wrong. Yeah. Um, player of the year, the whole offensive line. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. All right, we read, all right, we read him. Moving forward. Um, Dude, I think we read everyone's. Oh, hold on. Danny Sweeney's. I don't think we got Danny's, did we? I don't think we did. All right. Uh All right, Danny. Here you go. My kick has to go to either Lloyd or Archuleta. I knew Lloyd wasn't going to be effective, but I didn't think he would be this bad. And he's got like a $6 million contract. As for Archuleta, he really just can't cover um, if you can hit hard, play, run defense, great. Be a linebacker. <laughs> anyway, uh, his game balls go to the offensive line and the running backs. And um, he also gives one to Philip Daniels and Marcus Washington. They're always making plays. Um, future looks bright. Future star awards to Liddell Betts and Jason Campbell and Kedrick Golston. Yeah, I think Goldson was really like the pick of the draft this last year. He also thinks that Carlos Rogers is going to be good, he says. I don't know about that. He can't get any worse. He really can't <laughs> get much worse than he was. I mean, if he gets any worse, he's going to drop down to like third string. But, uh, he may turn into Daryl Pounds. Uh, oh, partially, yeah. But partially cream of the crop because of uh, Rocky McIntosh not getting much play. I think he's going to, I think he's going to show up big time next season. Yeah. Speaking of people we need to keep or cut, has there been any progress made on the Dockery issue? Have we seen anything this week? I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen not anything thing. about it. For like a few days, it was like, Dockery is not any closer to being signed, and then suddenly it was like, there's no news on Dockery. Because, because he's, he's, news. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like we were saying, I think last week, it's like every day, we're still haven't resigned him. We still haven't done anything. It's like, just tell us just when you have. News. <laughs> I know, and someone like takes the time to write an article saying, they haven't signed Dockery yet. <laughs> I, th- I told you, it's like the uh, elementary school in the middle of the summer there. Nothing's going on. Uh-huh. I don't even know if Larry has his daily audio cast or whatever it is. I don't know. No. We had a guy. We, uh, yeah, I don't know either. Uh, but uh, that just made me think, though, about, like, looking for news. Um, you know, when Ethan Albright was re-signed, um, did... Uh, did we put a link up? We got an email from somebody that's, that listens. I can't remember who it is. There was like a link to this guy's blog where he wrote in, uh, like he was writing from Ethan Albright to John Madden. Or Madden. Oh, yeah, we got a link from uh, Norm Elrod uh, yeah. sent this in to us. And I know it's, it's written, 
it's pretty funny because um, we had brought this up after Albright had been signed that Ethan Albright is the lowest rated player on Madden 2007. <laughs> but dude, you got to go and read this article, this article, I mean, on this blog or whatever. It's hilarious. Yeah, and it, it, it's written in the first person like it's Ethan yeah. Albright writing about himself and he's really right. pissed off that he's the worst player. But uh, I've, I've heard about this. I've read about this somewhere else. It's obviously not him that wrote read it, but it's yeah. <laughs> It's really funny. Um, 18 we'll and older, please. <laughs> we'll put a link up on the site. Dude, he... How can he be the worst rated dude with all those people like uh, Daryl... Well, Daryl Pounds isn't around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think because he plays so little and he has no stats. <laughs> That's probably it. They probably like equate in his age because I think he's 36. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he has like these ratings for like... Uh, a pass rating of eight or something. I mean, there's like all this stupid stuff. It's like, when's he ever going to do that? Basically, he's saying that, you know, what he can barely stand up and move his head around before he falls down. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, you just got to like read this whole article. It's hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, thanks, Norm, for sending that into us. It does, um, it does have a, a bit of profanity in it. Yeah, so, uh, 18 and older. Um, be, beware when you read. Right. But we'll put the link up. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll put that link up. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I don't know. Let's. Do you think we should get on to um, Tom's trivia? Yeah, I think so. Yep, let's do it. Do you hear it? Do you guys hear it? Oh, yes. There it is. Time for Tom's trivia. Oh, yeah, there it is. Josh, you have last week's question queued up. Can we play that? Can we play it back? No, I don't have it queued up anymore. Basically, it was, uh, it was you, you came, uh, you had the question last week, Aaron, not Tom. Oh, yeah. My question was, um, what was it? Who was the first person to catch a pass? Who called Joe Theismann's first pass in the blah, blah, blah NFC Championship game? 82. 82, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I don't, I don't remember, but. And it was, um. Sounds right. Uh, what's his face? The other tight end, not. Not Donnie Warren. I don't know. I hear John frantically Googling the answer. What's his name, dude? The other tight end, not Donnie Warren. <laughs> go, Google, go. I can't Who think was of... it? Who was it? Come on, dude. Go. You're 30 seconds in counting. <laughs> Redskins roster. 1982 season. <laughs> Come on, dude. If you can get the correct answers, I take it. We didn't get any correct answers. I can't even remember the correct answer. So now we have another question that. Clint Didier? Nah, it wasn't him. Was it Walker? Doc Walker. That's who it was. Doc Walker. Yeah. Doc Walker, Texas Ranger. And no one got it. Nobody <laughs> got it, so nobody's getting anything. We go. We're, we keep trying to give this Ferrari away. Every week we try to give that away. Nobody writes in it with the correct answer. So. Got I think the dealership called. We have to give it back this week. So next week is just going to be the whole Harry Hog uh, Firefox theme again. Yeah. And here's the question. I got one. I actually got one from Tom this week. And uh, here it is. Where are you, Tom? There you are. Tom says um, during Super Bowl 22, and has to reiterate: Redskins 42, Broncos 10. <laughs> ABC advertised a sneak preview of a new TV show to air for the first time after the post game. What was that show? 
I knew this. I did see the, the email that he sent, but I already knew this one because I remember this ad very much. What was it, like Cheers or something? Uh-uh. Cheers. And I must say, dude, that um, I was watching the uh, this game the other day because it was on the NFL Network, and they're playing games now like in their entirety, not just like NFL Films version of it. Right. And um, it amazed me how bad the Redskins were getting their butts kicked throughout the whole first quarter and then just totally annihilated the Broncos in the second quarter with 30, what was it, 34 points? 35 points. 35 points. Oh, man. Ricky Sanders was destroying everyone. Oh, it was it was such a great game. I remember that's the first Super Bowl I remember really, really well. Um, and, yeah, that, that second quarter. Because, you know, being down 10 nothing, and Doug Williams was hurt and Jay Schrader just went in and sucked. And, man, it wasn't looking good. And then suddenly out of the blue, 35 points. I know. <laughs> so, so what's the answer? Oh, we can't say. It's a trivia question. Yeah, we can't say this this week's. So go ahead and send in your answer to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. For your chance to win a nice prize. You know, we may end up having to come up with something for that. I don't know if it'll be the Ferrari this week. No, no. We'll see if we can come up with something. We'll figure it out. We're going to go on eBay and buy a bunch of cheap little tchotchkes to actually send people. Some Mark Griffin fat heads or something. <laughs> Mark Griffin, lot of, lot, Mark Griffin, a uh, lot of unsigned uh, headshots. <laughs> For when you want to have Mark in off of Capitol Hill to, to you know. Well, it'll be an unautographed Daryl Pound headshot. <laughs> One lot. Out of Daryl Pound getting burnt from filling your game here. <laughs> you're not going to see Daryl Pounds in the picture. You're only going to see the receiver. No, what the, fu- <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is... You're trying to catch up to him because Daryl Pounds just got burnt so bad, and Daryl Green, of course, is the only man that could catch him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, Daryl Pounds in action. All I see is the receiver from the other team. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, dudes, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this week. we got to save our artillery. This week. It's a slim week this week. Slim pickings. So go ahead and send in the answer. Keep the emails rolling. If you hear any Redskins news, let us know so we can bring it up on next week's show. And as always, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, joke Oh, and by the way, joking the Cowboys, if you haven't done so, go to the Dallas Cowboys website. It's like stadium.dallascowboys.com and joke their new stadium. They've got it on there. That $1 billion just gaudy horrible looking thing if you haven't seen it yet you need to go look at it it looks like basically it's kind of like star trek like they took the uh the um you know texas stadium as we know it and think of the big hole in the roof because it couldn't support a a roof and they decided oh we got to keep that so they put that in the new stadium so joke them joke them joke them right and hail the redskins later